What up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 12 of the Sportuguese Boys. I actually like to thank everyone for, for tuning in. Anyone who, who's been listening, we really appreciate it. Um, and we're here back with my cousin Jeff and Phil. What up, boys? How are we what doing up? today? Yeah, How are we up, doing? Doing good. So we're going to make it quick this week. We're trying to obviously make our, our episodes a lot shorter this week. So everyone, you know, we appreciate the feedback. We had some good and some bad feedback. We're taking it all in. But for real, everyone that's been listening and liking and retweeting and all that good stuff, we really appreciate it. And we're just going for me. I can't believe it's actually yeah. been 12 episodes, boys, to be honest with you. Yeah, we've been goat doing number. it. Keeping it the going. The goat number. This that's is true. our greatest. This is going to be our greatest episode. That's facts. No, right, well, then just... we, got 30, we got 23. We got 34. We got 54. 45. 45 for Pedro. That's, that's facts. Well, we'll let's save jump it right all up it. for those. Oh, oh, there oh, she is. Coco's already, already on the mic. That's Phil, Phil, Phil. Phil Coco today already. And it started <laughs> yeah. three minutes in, not even. Coco, <laughs> knock it off. For this. <laughs> you sit down. Jesus Christ. Oh, right. I know you protected me. Jesus Christ. Okay. Relax. It's all right. All right. Coco, Coco is in the uh, in the team. So yeah, she is. I'm gonna get her a t-shirt that says fucking Portuguese boys, and she's a rocket. <laughs> it, it, the name is so corny that it's good, but let's get right into it. So Obviously, let's touch on this really, really quickly. We're all diehard Celtics fans. Uh, it's one of the few teams that we all like. But this Ime Yudoka news has been, like, really fucking me up. And the more things that have been coming out, this guy, definitely something. Pork. He's a pork. pork. You know, you know it's you really, pork. Nothing, you know, I personally really think that he fucked somebody. He fucked somebody important. Somebody that important. He shouldn't have. He really and I think shouldn't he, have. And I think he knocked up this person. And what's really funny that. to me. Well, one thing that that stood out to me, what I think is really funny, is because this guy loves to wear his mask all the time, and he loves to wear it on his chin. And here he is going everywhere, raw dog, and everyone in the fucking <laughs> organization. So, so this guy is fucking against COVID so bad, he's just, and he's just out here raw dog and everything he sees. He's slanging the Marcella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's got like mental issues. Like he he, it seems like maybe he's been doing this everywhere. Like he could have been do doing this with the Spurs and like maybe the Celtics knew. I don't know. You just keep hearing little rumbles. That's the thing with this story. It's fucked up. Like everything we hear is all hearsay. No one knows for sure. And like people know things and aren't saying it for whatever reason. Yeah, I heard on the radio today too. Like no one from the Spurs or Brooklyn or Team USA even came out and defended him. Like like a positive note, like oh, like I know how he is, but blah, blah, blah. Well, he's a great guy. No one even came out and defended well, him, saying he's out of pain. Great point, great point. Yeah, though. the only guy well, who I can blame fucking Thugger for that one. He's, he he yeah. dropped that today. But. Well, anybody who's given us any type of like color to the situation is is Barnes, right? Matt Barnes came out and was like so like vehemently behind. No, but he's just his actions. Like at first he comes out and he's so behind email. He's like, this is fucked up. And then the next day, he deletes the tweet, takes it all back because yeah. he heard the details, and he's like, "This shit's <laughs> fucked up, man." But like, do, does Matt Barnes give us more credibility to this situation? Like, do you believe it more or or not? Absolutely. I what think, do you mean believe it more? I think Matt Barnes, it's fucked up. I think Matt Barnes is just saying that maybe just so he can stay relevant and be in oh, everyone. That's every, my point. Every, every sports thing, just to just to everyone go click on. Uh, is, what is it? What's his podcast called? Up in what's it, the smoke, whatever the fuck that shit is. Yeah, I don't listen I don't to him. To be his, yeah, his podcast has that, and he's also a sports commentator now, so everyone will tune into him. But 
He's only doing that now because they gave him a year suspension. So he automatically thinks, oh, it might be something bad. Like he got the details. No, apparently he heard the details. Or who? If Jason Tatum hasn't heard it and Matt Barnes heard it, that's dude, bullshit. You don't think Jason Tatum knows the details? He's nope, in the he building every it. day. No, he wouldn't have. The team's they, telling they, everybody not it. to say anything. So that that's that's a great topic because honestly, when I saw the media day interviews, I genuinely thought that they were speaking the truth and – Yes, I honestly think the front office in Brad Stevens, no way he wants the players to know the real deal. They will find out eventually, but I really don't think that Dude, the owner this is their, in, 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 in Brad Stevens told him. This is their place of work. They're in there every day. Not during the think, summertime. But, okay, um, but this is happening all throughout the season. You're telling yes. me these guys are around Eme all the time and don't know he's fucking chicks on the side in the building? Come on. Hey, uh, that's Jeff, a great point, too. There's a thing called text. Dude, and, you guys have been uh, in workplaces. You guys have honest. been in workplaces. You can tell if there's someone fucking around with someone else. It's Facts. very, it's visible. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that, and, and obviously more news is going to come out, but it's just, it's just a crazy situation. And now all of a sudden my boy, you know, obviously I grew up with Joe. Missoula, I know him decently. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a crazy understanding of this whole like, thing. Now he's just a kid from Rhode Island that. I, I, I know I grew up playing soccer with is like the new head coach and and I he's our think, age. He, yeah, he's my age. He's 34. He graduated younger than me. And I think he's gonna be great. And he made a he made a little joke about Brad Stevens having a concussion or whatnot. Um I think he handled himself really well and I oh, think yeah. the best anyone can possibly do right now. Well, yeah, he repeated a lot of a lot of answers, but then yet again, they were just trying to like get like some him from say some shit, but he was like, oh. You know, uh, everyone in the organization is grieving right now. It's a, a tough place for everybody. Like they were just trying to get him to say something, to make some some like, some like headlines and shit. But he didn't do it. So no, he's very very smart. So I grew up with Joe and I know him decently well. Like I mentioned, the kid was never serious. Like he was always joking around. Like even before big games, he would a kid would just always be a jokester. Like he me, hated yeah. he hated social media. He like used to make fun of me for having a sidekick. Like the kid like never was on like AOL or. Any of those, any of those websites, you know, back in the day. Like, but I think he's gonna be such a good coach, and yeah, people are bringing up his past, but that's way behind him, dude. Like, think yeah, about no, all this dumb shit. That's that's all bullshit. Done. That's yeah. all bullshit. People bring that up. People bringing that up. It's like, what do you want him to be like? Perfect. Like he was twenty years old. But yeah, I do think he is a good option for them because they can. Like he was a. He's been around before Ime. Now he's taking over after Ime, and. He can help them build on what they did last year. Mm-hmm. If they bring in someone random off this, like just come in, it's tougher to build on what they were doing last year. But they still have a guy who was around every day and yeah. saw it. So I think he can really still help them grow. And Joe can mimic what Ime was doing too, in a way. I mean, yeah, he saw it every day. Like in the kid, the kid was a point guard. I'm telling you, he was a smart player. Like he, he, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he'll be good too. And, well, I mean, not yeah. Good point. Yeah, and there, right. there was there's rumors around us getting Frank Vogel coming out on. I think it's very important to go get a, to go get a veteran coach that has some NBA coaching experience yeah. on the bench just to be his right hand man. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to be Joey's voice. Well, they voice. tried to get uh the guy who who left the Celtics for the Clippers, uh, Lariega or Larinaga yeah. or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah. said he's not coming back. He's not leaving the Clippers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, first of all, he's in California. The weather's beautiful. Can't blame yeah. him. But yeah. Uh, but dude, first of all, my point with Frank Vogel shit is like, yeah, supposedly you might be a good coach, but bro, you have supposedly the best generational player 
on your team and you have Anthony Davis and you don't do shit and you get that fired. Team, that team was nice, though. Wasn't he the coach when they won? Yeah, but that was the bubble, Jeff. I know. I don't count it. I don't count it. I don't count it. I don't count it. Yeah, I don't. We know, we don't count the bubble here. It's the Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh, actually, I would have counted if the Celtics won. But listen, Brad lie. Stevens, his own mouth said, "There's nobody else better for this situation right now than Joey Mazzula." Yeah, Brad. Brad is extremely smart and wise behind beyond his I trust years. Brad, I, I, Brad. I I trust him as the much one, as the one thing about Brad that kind of bothers me is that he really did not want to coach them again because well, it was a perfect situation for him to come back and he like in the press conference you could see I don't when want they brought it up. No, he, he was like. He's like the no. players tuned him out. The players tuned yeah. him out. They know well, he's a better GM, and they he listens to. He's like a players guy, and well, they like him as a GM better than a coach. Yeah. Well, Wick definitely like said we asked him, and he was like, "No, I'm not doing that." Yeah, because they list they they toned them out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, season's gonna start soon. We're gonna we're gonna find out a lot of bad shit has been happening to us later, but like we I, we've seen tweets. This is all a part of the story, I believe, and like. That thirty for thirty after the Celtics championship series is just going to be even more fire because of this <laughs> yeah. bullshit that we're starting. Oh, right it's going to start uh, off. Yeah, Cornette getting the start too is, is oh my god. That one video oh, yeah. of uh, of uh, Tatum and Brown just like one on at each other. That was yeah. sick. And yeah, not to mention too another good thing about Missoula positive. Our our two pillars we build our team around. They both fucking love him. Yeah. yeah. And, so who knows? And, maybe that's the coach. That's why he has the job. Though. That's why he has and, the job. And how important is coaching in basketball? I'm just, uh, you know, it's not, it's not like football. No, you know I'm what I'm saying? In, in soccer, 5%, I get it, but. 5%? It, it, coming out of timeouts, making plays. Um, I mean, it's important, obviously, but how important is it in basketball when a lot of these guys have been here so long, right? They like to play iso ball in a way at sometimes, but if the Celtics, no matter who's on the bench, if they move the ball and pass the ball, we have a bunch of studs on the court that, they just make the right plays, and we just we just do the right thing. And I feel like yeah, it's Joe's got to be, be the one. Joe's got to be the one to kick kick them in the ass when they need it. Yeah, to get them out of that shit and, and make sure that they are passing and they are moving the ball and they are playing team defense, all that stuff. He's just got to yeah. constantly remind them. You know, yeah. needs to help out too as well. Voice a little bit of an opinion. It's fucking Al Horford because Al Horford's older than the fucking yeah, coach. Another, he's like a general so, on the coach. He needs, he needs, he needs to talk to these dudes. Like, well, it's got to come from out. Brown and Tatum first. Those guys have and to Marcus. be. Yeah. And Marcus. And Marcus. Marcus is oh, going to be there. Marcus is going to step up and be that voice that a lot of us didn't miss. And I really, really hope he takes his game to even another level and really becomes like that floor, floor general that we really need. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, right. Good well let's keep it moving. Um, obviously. Yo, question. Uh, I was off topic real quick. But dude, the Bengals, white helmet. Have you guys watched it? Dude, that's, the, their uniform is fucking I'm not, sick. I'm not even watching it yet, but I saw it. Yeah, no. Before. It looks sick. Yeah, all right, my bad. I just saw it on the TV. I had to just bring it out there real quick. Yeah, no know. problem, Phil. Typical Phil, no problem. Thank you. All right, let's ADD get in. Phil. Let's get into footy real quick. So our beloved Portugal just played a couple games, and Brutal. really good, really bad. But we'll get into it. We're gonna touch base on the first game first. So just a few of my thoughts. Portugal smacked Czech Republic for nothing. Not gonna lie, I was in Boston for the day. I was. I only watched the first half. Dude, good. It was a beautiful lineup. Delote, Diego Delote. Played because uh, John Casella was suspended, scoring two goals with his off foot. Okay, the kids yes, are running. Left. He's playing on the right hand side. Scored two goals with his left. Rafael Leão, my fucking boy, assisted. Uh, great. First goal for by the low and Mario Rui banging pass uh, to Bruno Fernandes, who had an, a great run. 
that's when Bruno is extremely dangerous. When he's making those delayed runs in the, the middle, yeah. The box, on the top of the box, the defenders and the center backs are more concerned about everybody that's already in that box. When he's making those late runs, he's very, very dangerous because if that ball falls to that penalty spot, Bruno's banging that ball in. That's that's his bread and butter. That's what he's really good at. Yeah. So what what'd you guys take from that Czech Republic game? So I ended up having to go back because it's funny. Uh, of course, it always works out this way. Like the game where we fucking smack them and, and score all these goals, I couldn't even watch. I was at a fucking uh, engagement party. With, for my girl's friend. Dude, what's more important? Dude, I had it on my phone. I'm like literally like yeah, in the middle kidding. of the party, taking it in my phone out, watching it on Fo- the Fox mobile app. And uh, I, I saw a little bit of it. I ended up going back and watching like the first half over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, they look so sharp. It looked cr- like ridiculous. Uh, Leong is like, uh, he was so important in that game, especially again, I'm going early. Uh, like he just, he kept the ball like, I don't know. He and he could do, he could with, do a lot more than what what a lot of the other players on the Portuguese team can do. And, and the thing with Leon sometimes is people conceive the fact that his body language, right? When you see him, he looks like he's tired, he's lazy, and he's not interested. But people become deceived because that's just the way he is. He's not a hyper or like energetic, loud mouth type of player. He's more of like nonchalant, like yo, just wait until I get this ball because he doesn't even run in a way. He kind of glides if yeah. you watch him play. Yeah. But Phil, what, did you watch the game at all? What'd I watched think? the second half, and there was already, I think it was like, what? Two, two nothing. Two nothing already coming in the second half. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I was watching it before church, uh, fucking Drolo scored a fucking banging goal. Left foot, curved around the goal. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then I was going to get an update. So by then, we were always smacking them freaking three nothing, dude. And then with the church, came out of church, and then I uh, went for a walk with my dog. <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was, uh, respectable. Sounds, well, like sounds like a nice little Saturday. It was, and then I went to see Gang Speedway after, but yeah, it was good. It was good. Portugal, I kept thinking notifications was good. Uh, the Spain game I listened to on the radio. Well, we'll get into yeah, the Spain see, game really oh. quickly. Let me touch base still on the Czech Republic game. The Czech Republic, first of all, not good, okay? They're not that great yeah, of a team. Not, they have they some did, decent they players. They got relegated, right? Yeah, they're, they're actually terrible. Let's. I mean, they're okay. They had a decent run in the Euro. I wouldn't say they're terrible, but, you know, we should be. They have one really good player, and the rest is like. Yeah, but their best player mediocre. missed. Missed the penalty shot right before the half yep. to make it two to one, right? Yeah. But just some other things. I think that that starting eleven actually, I liked it a lot. I think William Cavalio was a great, was really really good that day. Um, yep. I thought Bruno Silva was really really good, and obviously that was Bruno Fernandes, uh, probably one of his better performances. And for sure, I, I hope people really understand how important Bruno Fernandes is. I said it last podcast. He's like he is our Kevin De Bruyne. He's not yep. as good as Kevin De Bruyne, but. When he's rolling and he's in the mood and he's feeling fucking good and he's touching it and he's, you know, and he's creating for us, we're well, extremely dangerous. I was gonna say it was what Brian said on the last last pod too, where if he's in the in that middle of the field, on you know, on the top of the the box, yeah, that's where he he does makes the best plays. Yeah, and what's crazy is that one of our center backs got hurt. Uh, was it Danilo that came out subbed? Yeah, Danilo yeah. got got hurt and got subbed out, and our coach put in Paulinha. Who's a defensive midfielder? And later, life. and later after the game, admitted that he forgot that he had that kid from Leo, Tiago, yeah, uh, Jalu. He forgot he, he forgot was even he, there. He forgot he had him on the bench. Yeah, that's like now it's all of a sudden. I'm over here like I I overthink a lot, and I think about some things that maybe other people don't think about. But like it, right away, the first thing I thought is, "Yo, this dude is, is Joe Biden." Like I yeah. really think he's missing some pieces in his brain, and he forgets things that. Are just not good. 
Yeah, that's I mean that's unexcusable. And to admit it is ridiculous. Like, yeah. So <laughs> what do you you brought three center backs, one of them got hurt, and you forgot you had a third one? <laughs> and you didn't call enough. up you didn't call up an extra one when you could have. Yeah, exactly. Could have the guy from Bayfica, maybe give him a little fucking tryout. Yeah, he's not ready yet. I think no, he's still he, too young to throw him in the mix, but I don't want to give anything away, but of, of my corner of the week, but he's brutal, dude. Fernando Santos has to go. He's got the he, sleepy sleepy Joe dementia, bro. He, dude, that it, was it, that was the first thing. And like the Spain game, man, like perfect. how does he not make a sub until the what was it, 15 minutes left in the game? Yeah, when we'll Spain's get, we'll, already get let's, been, we'll we'll get right into that. It's Portugal Spain. Yeah. So we ended up losing so late, we, yeah, late in the game. But his subs that game were were definitely questionable. So a lot of late, people a lot late. of people are quite are questioning his first sub. And a lot of these people are sporting fans that just absolutely hate João Mario. Listen, buddy and people, it wasn't João Mario's fault he was a first sub, okay? It was Fernando Santos' fault. Yeah, he probably wasn't the best play to go in. My problem is that he brought in João Mario and Vitinha. And the problem is only one of those guys needed to come in, right? Yeah. How do you take out Silva for João Mario? That makes no sense. That's not a like-for-like change, in my opinion. They're not similar players. You keep you and keep if you're gonna put in the whole time. You let that man try to work. And I believe he took out Jota fairly after fairly soon after that, too. Yeah, he made he made some solves. But here's my biggest thing with Fernando Santos. He's a little bit older, and I really, really think that us having too many options, because we are stacked. If we can really talk about it, we could probably field two or three teams in the World Cup of starting eleven teams. Yeah, I retweeted okay. four. They had four teams. Like I think it was Bleacher Report uh, tweeted out like Portuguese could port the Portugal could start four different teams. Yeah, we have enough players, but I think having too many options blows this dude's brain up and it fucks him up really, really bad. When you look at a team like Switzerland, and I'm bringing up Switzerland because Switzerland just won two games in a row in the Nation Leagues. They're not they're not better than us. They don't have better players than us. But you know what they do have? They have like 12, 13, 14 players, and that's it. Okay, and it, to me, in a soccer team, football team, when you only have fourteen players, it makes it so much easier to. It simplifies to, everything. Everybody exactly, knows like, what like they your, have to do. Like your fantasy team, right? Let's say yeah. you had a, a great player, like let's say I don't know, God forbid, you had a guy like Amon St. Brown, right? And he's on your bench. Like at that point, what up, Kogo? At that point, it kind of like fucks you up. Like, oh, do I start Amon St. Brown or do I start T. Higgins? Right. Yeah, it's I like know what either you're, one. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's like we can start. We can start Bernardo Silva, but we can also start Juan Felix. You know what I'm saying? Like, is the is the coach always making the right decision? Is he starting William or is he starting Paulinho? Like, well, the coach isn't creative enough to even like. He has all these pieces, and even with them, he still can't like mix and match and get the right type of, you know, uh, situation for the starters to know. Okay, what I have to do to f- help this team win is X, Y, and Z. The it next guy, runs, I, know, yeah. I know the next guy's going to do this. Again, he just is he, he relies is he, too much on Ronaldo. Like, he's like he also kind of reminds me of George Jesus. Doesn't want to play like none of the, the 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 younger guys and sticks with his bread and butter like William Carvalho. Why are you starting him at the drink? Why don't you just put fucking Why don't you he's put Neves instead? Neves did play Phil. Twice. Yeah, but I don't think, did he I really? Carvalho yeah. has been bad. Oh, sorry. I, I think Carvalho has actually been okay. To me, yeah. the biggest problem was a he didn't take out Ronaldo, and I, I get it, like perfect. But you, as a coach, cannot be afraid to take out of a take out a player. 
especially when you see the type of, you know, when you're trying to play a certain style and the guy can't run. Yeah. So uh, where we got, we we need, he can have all the game time he wants at man. You, it honestly might make him even worse in my eyes, because if he's getting more miles under his legs, that's only going to, in my, for me, in my eyes, it's only going to make him slower for the world cup because right now at this moment, that dude's legs, he's touching balls in the box and he needs like an extra second for that, that killer touch to put him in a good spot to shoot it or that killer touch is when he's shooting it and he's going in, right? He's like, he's not running on loose balls. He's not like, there was a moment in that first half against Spain where we, they were trying to play it out the back and we were putting pressure on them and we almost stole it. And if Ronaldo could have gotten that ball quicker and he passed it, we want a breakaway. The yeah. dude couldn't get to that loose ball. It's just abundantly clear that he just lost. He's lost a step, maybe two steps, and it's and sad. It's kind it's of sad. very sad. And but that shouldn't stop the team from being able to be successful because they do have have other options now. So that's the frustrating part. Is that I would love to see at least you know thirty minutes with both Jota and Leon playing together. See yeah. what that could maybe come. You know, uh, those uh, are now two dynamic players you have up top. And they and they're completely different type of players, and they're quick enough, and they're young enough, and they're able to last longer. But like Ronaldo played ninety minutes, like that's insane. That dude needed a sub at halftime, but yeah. Ronaldo. Well, uh, I mean, he had, he had chances that the, the Spain defense cut it on him. But, but the you chances can see were not his, his body language. That, yeah, the chances. I couldn't were see. Not I was listening to the radio. I was I was doing a side Listen, job with my dad. He's losing, he's losing the ball. He's get, taking a touch. It's a bad touch. And he's just throwing his hands. He's blaming. He took a bad touch, and he kept blaming like uh, the ground once. He took a he took a bad touch late. Oh, he took a touch, and then it was a, a defender came in late on the second half when he had a perfect chance to shoot. And he's blaming somebody else for not telling him that there was a defender there. So, like, let's be think about it. If you're a striker and you're receiving the ball inside the box, and you take one touch, and if you're shocked that a defender has come close to you to steal it. Listen, buddy, you're, you're just delusional at that point. Yeah. Like, what do you think? You're going to be by yourself? It's like he can't – he can't – yeah, because he's not as quick as he used to be. He can't – he really can't imagine the defender even being there. Like, he doesn't even – he doesn't think it's real. Yeah, and one of the worst things about it, too, he's on the decline right now. Obviously, and Messi's playing pretty fucking good right now. He just scored two two very nice goals for Argentina, who, in my eyes, are really, really good. And they yeah, play? They, they play Ecuador? Yeah. Who they're they not play? playing good teams. Yeah, who they fucking not, play? They're not playing good teams. Play <laughs> Jamaica. They're not playing. Yeah, play Jamaica. Oh, but dude. oh play Jamaica. So half the team was stoned. Cool. <laughs> dude, you see, you see Benfica's boy, Benfica's boy, Enzo Fernandes, stole the ball. When he stole it, it's touch sent Messi on a breakaway. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, and he has he, good players beating the fucking rock. Yeah. No. <laughs> you want to talk about another team who's stacked. It's Argentina. They are stacked right now. Brazil and Argentina for sure. I would give it to yeah. Brazil right now. But, all right, let's switch it over to our our original. I know Phil likes to support Portugal, but we are American, first and foremost, right? We were born in America. I don't know any USA I, players. I'm gonna I love – we were literally – was, was a question for you. But um, I love the U.S. men's national team. I always have been. My boy Jeff Cameron played for them, played in a World Cup, played in a World Cup versus fucking Ronaldo. We're eventually going to get him on the show, which I've been waiting for on the World Cup, breaking news. Uh, but – USA lost to Japan. I woke up mad early for that game. First off, um, that <laughs> game was that's a disappointing was morning. one of the most pathetic games I've ever seen the U.S. <laughs> men's national team play. Because we we got from the first minute, Japan ran all over us. 
They smacked us. We couldn't even get the ball out of our own half. We didn't say, ha- did we have any shots on net? We didn't have one one little sh- literally shot on it. Not one. We didn't have yeah, that's what I saw. And in the second game, they had two shots on that. Yeah, and we still didn't score. No. So, it was just it's just terrible. Phil, I had a question for you. How many play how many players on the team right now could you name? All right. Um Reyna. Yeah. What's um, his first name? Claudio. No, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. You uh, <laughs> huge fucking brain fart. <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. I'll, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give Phil that one. You can yeah, start, with, start with that. Uh, an A. No. All right, then I don't know. I can't think of his fucking. All right, Raina. We'll give you that one. Pulsek, Pulsek, and then uh, wait, the, what was that? Turner from fucking Revolution. Pulsic? That was huh? Pulsek. Yes. <laughs> How about this, Phil? Could you name me former Revolution players that play for the national team? Alexi Lalas. Okay. Yep. Taylor Twelman. Uh, I like uh, Tolman too. I don't know why Jones, Jermaine Jones, great Jermaine call. Jones. He's got to go yeah. last against Portugal. Uh, there's one really fucking good yeah, one. Oh, I know. We, we just had him. We just fucking player. got rid of him too. To, to fucking for, mm, oh my God. not really. Well, you already need him out the no. door. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's not. I forgot about like, that. There's like a, a fucking the best player probably ever for the Revolution. And Isaac, probably Isaac and King, yeah, dude. Probably the best player could possibly is Mike. It's if you ask me who's the best player ever on the U.S. men's national team, it's this guy. Yeah, and he plays the so revolution. Too. Oh my so god, too. fucking um, come on, man. Oh my god, he played at URI too. No, no, he, did. no, he didn't. No, no, that's what I'm thinking of. No, that's what I'm thinking of. And he used Jeff- to rap. I can't even think of his fucking. Well, name this right guy now. used to rap, yes, but he's not from URI. That's Jeff Cameron. <laughs> Phil's fucking his brain's in a pretzel right now. He's thinking about <laughs> he's thinking about some guy over he's here. Going the, he's oh going into the oh my god, and he, played in, and he played in England too. Oh my, oh fuck. my he's going to the deep oh depths my, of his brain oh my trying god, to find this. Yo, he was on the cover of FIFA. Yeah, my this guy. He's using great... he's using parts of his brain he hasn't used in decades. Oh, you shut up, Mister. Well, you think about it. Play. Well, let, let's get into the USA Saudi Arabia games. Oh my god, even he's just tagging shorts when he played. Even think no, about it. He played we'll, the Clint Dempsey, Phil. Clint yeah, Dempsey. thank you. Thank you. My God. You well, shut up, man. I'll see everything else. Clint Dempsey is one, to me, was better than Landon Donovan, personally. That's just my opinion. Yeah, Landon Donovan's overrated. I would agree. Uh, he was just better than me. All right, let's move on to the Saudi Arabia game. So, obviously, we fucking just pathetic. Like, we can't beat Saudi Arabia. Any draw or loss is just terrible. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Our That's group is in the – our group is in the – the easiest, I mean, the hardest either with Wales, Iran, and England. You know, we play Wales first. We beat them. We're probably 80, 75% on to the next round. Yeah. You know, England doesn't look too tough right now either, though. Yeah, England. England. But if the U.S. US plays like this, they have no shot against England. Correct. Yeah. uh, I, I don't think England's that good. But if we beat Wales first, I think... We'll be we can tie Iran and we'll move on to the next round. Iran First actually team. beat Uruguay last week. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys noticed that 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 like new trend now? Like a lot of these teams in soccer, like haven't been dominating like they're supposed to, and like a lot of these underdog teams are starting to come out victorious more. Yeah, there's been a little bit of a trend there. Yeah, even fucking Especially, Italy, even Italy got eliminated by those bums that we fucking spanked. Was it like three or three nothing, two nothing, three nothing? Macedonia. Yeah, yeah, but. I mean, biggest it's, 
it's soccer. It's it can happen in any sport. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. happen, it's been happening in football too, and in, in like basketball, dude. Fucking Jaguars just banging on the fucking Chargers. Yeah, the, the Jaguars but, are sneaky. Yeah, here's here's my here's my biggest thing. I absolutely hate this coach. I've never hated a coach as much since I played at URI. Like I hate this guy. When the ball goes out of bounds, Phil. Every yeah. time the ball goes out of bounds, he grabs the ball and does a behind the back pass to the person that's about to throw it in. Every single every, time. Every single time. Every oh, single cool. time. And why would you just hand off the, the ball to the your player instead of him waiting to fucking get the pass like Steph Curry? He that's he, annoying. He he is absolutely insane. And the, the, I don't Jeff. What what, do you, what are your first thoughts about him? Well, I actually just saw this the other day that he's like brothers-in-law or he's the brother of like the uh the vice president of the of the u.s uh soccer oh. federation yeah I, I have a stat about that but yeah and uh but no he's garbage he's terrible uh i mean i don't know who i hate more greg berhalter or or fernando Santos. i mean they're both fucking just been brutal last this international break the both those guys have looked like absolute donkeys um, yeah, it's, but, it, it's really, really bad. So here's, I want, I want to, I want to show you guys something about Greg Berhalter's resume when he was hired. Okay. He was fired from a Swedish second tier team for lack of attacking play five seasons in MLS. He finished seventh, fourth, 18th, fifth, and 10th in the league. Okay. No, that's <laughs> zero. He's got in zero trophies. <laughs> he's got zero trophies, zero international experience. And his brother is the CFO of the men's national. The team. brother, that's what it is. Yeah, I saw that tweet. It's fucking yeah. It's nepotism at, at its highest, highest fucking level. Uh, the, the guy has to be fired, but they were not oh going to fire him. God. Yeah, it's it just you know <laughs> the, the 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 way this guy is. He to me seems like he's a he's like a camp counselor trying to lead this group of men. But the the men's national team record in the 2022 uh, versus World Cup teams. One win, three losses, three draws, three goals scored, four, uh, six goals allowed. That's that's not good. That's terrible. Yeah. And his decisions are garbage uh, on who he puts in the starting lineup, who he puts on the team. I mean, he gets it. He seems to just get it wrong. Uh, why does he, why doesn't time. he sound like all the, the American players that at least get some somewhat decent PT in like in like good leagues? Then go to MLS. Dude, he's just. He's starting, certain- dude, he's starting this dude, Aaron Long, who's playing in the MLS. That dude doesn't even deserve to be on the team, never mind starting four, five, six games in a row. That's one of our problems. He picks his favorites, and then he decides to play. So in America, our biggest problem is all about politics. Yeah. Who you know and, 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 like, and what's their status on the team or the organization, and therefore that's who plays and who doesn't. Yeah. Uh, quick question. Uh, that center back that was tied to Benfica in the transfer window, does he even start? He's not on the team. He's not, he's still a free agent. No, I mean, like, no, he, he's, he's not on, he's, on the, he's just he's on oh, the he's bench. On, oh, okay. He's Wait, on I, the thought bench. He, I thought they didn't bring him. Who John Brooks? Oh, oh, oh you're talking about for the national team, yes. yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. So the national team, he, he hasn't brought him because the coach is just fucking insane, but he also hasn't been playing and he hasn't played a lot since May of last of this past year. So just think about it in May. Uh, I think it was like early May. He played a couple minutes. Like he really hasn't been playing much, which I understand, but he's also, I think our best defender, but 
he's also not playing at Benfica because we have this kid Antonio Silva who's who's yeah playing really really good. No, I know and why. There's no way. There's no way you bench him. So there should be yeah. no reason why he he can't at least like be invited to the national team. I mean, he yeah. should be. When you're starting Aaron Long, that's just it's brutal. Yeah, facts. Well, it, it's it's a it's a it's the World Cup is so soon but so far away, and it's so crazy because the tournament is so short. Like it's three games, and the first game is the most important. But we'll get into that more later. We'll have a World Cup like main focus show very very soon. Um, people will be, sure on, a, be on the lookout for that. But be on the lookout for that. But let's get right into the NFL. First team I want to talk about, we'll save my team. We'll go right into yours. Uh, New England Patriots, you guys lost again, so now you guys are um, one and two. Man, yeah. let me I, – I, I just don't know what you guys really see in Matt Jones. Um, I think more and more Patriots fans are starting to kind of come out and question him. I just think, like, what people really liked about him and what I've been hearing was he can read defenses um, – and he makes good decisions, right? That's what they've been saying. And he's kind of conservative with the ball. Doesn't really take too many chances. Man, those couple throws I've seen against the Ravens were absolutely brutal. And I thought he looked really, really bad. Well, the the one throw to the linebacker, he just didn't see him. I mean, that's... But he also did that. He did that before in... um. Remember the preseason clip or something like that? He threw it in the middle of the field and he didn't see yeah, that, that linebacker. Happened, yeah. So, yeah. So, Jeff, this is happening more than once. No, but here's the thing: what you describe, when you describe, you describe Mac Jones and all those a- attributes. That was what he was like last year. I mean, that's everything we saw. He was very conservative, but like this is all coming from the coaches. The coach, he's only doing what the coaches allow him to do. And yeah. this year, the issues that he's having, I didn't think he played terrible in the game. He had a couple of bad throws, and I think it's coming from the coaches because he's trying to feed uh, what's his name, Parker. Uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, he's that in that interception in the end zone. He was screaming at Parker after after the play on, on the sideline, telling him it's fucking cover two, it's fucking cover two. He's like yelling and screaming because the guy can't read defenses, and the coaches are telling him that you have to throw jump balls to this guy. Because before the season, all they talked about were 50, you know, we're going to do the 50-50 balls to Parker because when it's to Parker, it's not 50-50, it's 80-20. That was a quote from Parker. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, Jeff, that, that interception at the end of the game against the Ravens was a terrible, terrible. Yeah, you, Your receiver wasn't there. Why throw it? I mean, uh, yeah. we're, we're down. Uh, we're trying to score points. And yeah, at that point, you had to, you know. You had to score a touchdown. What like, down was it? Quickly. What down was that? Yeah, but, but you know what? My beef is everyone fucking talks about these bad interceptions. But how about the first fucking three quarters when he was fucking marching us up and down the fucking field and keeping up with the Raiders? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The offense actually looked Where's the that? best that looked. No, it's only all the fourth year. quarter when he throws a couple picks. All of a sudden, it's the, the Ravens. It's the Ravens secondary. The Ravens defense who get absolutely shredded. Yeah, yeah. shredded. I'm, in fantasy football, they average about like freaking 15 points every single game consistently. The reason so, why we lost the game was because of the turnovers. And the turnovers, yes, you got you got to blame Mac, but I blame more the coaches for the for especially the one in the end zone and the fumbles. You can't be fumbling the fucking ball, Nelson Aguilar. I'm sorry, right. that was here's, just here's, terrible. Here's my here's my. I'm going a little slowly real quick. Okay, number one, Bill Belichick fucked up this offseason, bringing Matt Patricia and fucking Judge to fucking coach our second year quarterback. Okay. No, we've been talking we've been saying this all offseason. But yeah, yeah, but now it's, it's time to show dude. It's fucking these two fucking bozos are retarded and they don't know how to call a fucking goddamn 
offensive fucking like at all. Like stick to what you know. Special teams and defense. What the fuck you guys on the offensive side of the ball? Just build power trip, all that bullshit. It's the second year, they changed the fucking playbook. Okay. It's just yeah. ridiculous. The change because those playbook. two guys weren't smart enough to follow the initial playbook. It's yeah, well, ridiculous. listen, year two, you got a new kid, you got a young quarterback in there. You bring Judge and Patricia is just absolutely atrocious. But I did see that Bill Belichick never bothered to name an offensive coordinator because he knew Josh McDaniels would do so bad and would be back in a few weeks. No, 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 no. He's not. He didn't name an offensive coordinator because if those guys get a title, like a legit title, that's like a coordinator title, they don't get paid from their last team. Like the Lions are still paying Matt Patricia because he technically doesn't have a coordinator job. Same yeah. thing, same thing with, with Judge. Joe Judge. The Giants are still so it's it's the it's partly being the pay being cheap too. Yeah. Like That's hey, let's guy. let's get these two guys. Well, are you, you know, serious? We'll get yeah, th- these two the guys will glue yeah, them the together. The Giants are the, paying for the them. Patriots are being cheap. The way that they make money, the prices they sell tickets, the price of a bear Gillette's a fucking thirteen fifteen dollars. I saw yeah, the, the I number IPA two. Wise. I saw today or yesterday they're the number two uh, uh, most uh, uh, franchise, most expensive Coco. franchise. Well, there's Patricia. Well, Coco's in the building again. Shout out Coco. But listen, yeah. the Patriots play calling is just absolutely terrible. I'm sitting on my couch in Cumberland. I know that they're running the ball every time on second down. It's so they actually it's, ran the ball pretty well, though. Yeah, we have been the back. The back leaves from problem the rock with the kid Stevenson is actually a really good player. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's the future of the Patriots offense. I, he he looks really good. But let me get you know the Mac Jones the 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 fucking the flop. I'll get into that more later and the oh, reason why. It was just but, but karma, karma, you flop. I'll get I'll get into that later. But um. The, another thing too, when Jacoby Myers was out, how is Kendrick Bourne not playing even way more now that Jacoby Myers is out? That blew my mind. But yeah, that's it's terrible. Just, he's still he's still uh, on Patricia's fucking shit list. Dude. He, Patricia's a fucking retard. So stupid. Yeah, it just does, it just doesn't look good. But the Patriots' offense is just way too predictable right now. And you know, all the offense, and we'll get right into it, is predictable. And in my team, the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are. Offense is looking absolutely pathetic. It's just way too predictable right now. These first down runs for fucking no gains are driving me nuts. Like I literally it's conservative. It's just it's just Matt Patricia being a fucking brush. That's both the both uh the Bucks and the Patriots, but the Bucks defense has actually been fire absolutely carrying us and they look really, really good. I don't know if you've been following that. I think the the Bucks defense actually carry us until our offense start picking it up. I think everyone's breaking up pretty bad right now. I don't know. It is what it is. The Wi-Fi thing says there's one bar on me, but you keep no, on going, I mean, though. Jeff, you sound fine. Uh, no, yeah, no. I'm, I think I'm the only one that's working today. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, I, the Bucks. the Bucks. I think we're going to be fine, dude. I, yeah, the middle of the line is a mess. That, that's why you can't run the ball. That's why there's a lot of pressure in Brady's face. It's why the offense hasn't been good. Plus, he doesn't have his weapons. So, uh, that's just right now. I think the Bucks will get, you know, Nick, this week against the Chiefs are going to be tough too. I know they're going to get some guys back. Uh, but I, I I think the Bucks, this is the worst they're going to look all year. The yeah, Patriots, absolutely. on the other hand, the Patriots, on the other hand, if if Mac is out for a long time and they have to go mm-hmm. with, with Brian Hoyer, this is going to be brutal. This is going to yeah. be really bad. I mean, I think they have an outside chance just because, you know, Green Bay is kind of like us. You, uh, how we used to be with Tom Brady at the beginning of the year, 
like they're not going to be, you know, as sharp as they mm-hmm. are later in the year. So I think it's better to get them now. Um, and I think our defense actually is playing decent and, and they can hold some teams into the twenties. I think against Lamar, we just gave him the ball too many times, too many turnovers. You can't do that. Yeah. I think yeah. outside that we could have kept them maybe in the twenties, mm-hmm. um, which maybe could have won the game. So as, as long as the bucks have that defense, they're going to be fine. The Pats, like I said, they're going to rely on the defense, but with, with if they if they have to go with fucking Brian Hoyer, who I'm I'm, I'm calling I'm I'm going to start calling him Axel just because I want to forget that it's Brian Hoyer. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I heard that. So yeah, uh, if Axel can actually come in and play pretty well, then I think we'll be okay. Maybe we can beat Green Bay, but Matt can't be out for a long time because we will be fucked. Yeah, fuck. Uh, they, said he, they said that he was fucking uh, with Belichick going over the game plan. And there was rumors saying he's that not he's, playing. He's not no playing. He's week. playing this week, Phil. No way he's playing this week. And they're saying that he want he don't trust the Patriots doctors and he wants to go get I don't his know. own. Opinion. That's all. I don't know. That's that's fucking bullshit from the radio. I, I I don't know about that. I do think that they maybe wanted him to get the surgery and he said no, mm-hmm. um, because I know uh, Tua got the surgery and he didn't like it and he said it could have maybe uh, contributed to his hip injury. Um, so yeah, I think they maybe disagreed about that, but I think Max going to be back maybe next week, not this week. I mean, it's kind of tough for him to yell and scream and then be back this week. No. Yeah, dude. We'll get into that, please. But, um, just to wrap up on the bucks to switch it over. We are getting Evans and Godwin back in Julio. Eventually. I'm not really, you know, sooner than later. He needs it with Evans, Godwin and Cole Beasley. I think that trio right there complements each other very, really well. Um, Julio is just an extra plus. Cause I think we got Perryman. If Julio's out, Perryman can kind of step up because Scotty Miller keeps falling down when we're throwing him the ball, and it's just, it's just, it's just not working. I don't know. He's he's a little speedster, but uh, I, and I think also the Bur- the Brady narrative of him missing time this summer is kind of weak because he only missed he only missed like five or six real practices, and he's no. not Brady. Yeah, Brady's, the offensive line is, but I, I think, think that's that. Matters. From what I've seen, I don't think it's Brady at all. Brady's Brady. I mean, he's going to be exactly what you expect him to be. It's just everything around him isn't as good and is as sharp as it's going to be down the down the but down the road. He, he needs to be sharper. And apparently, the Bucks fucking jumble, jumbotron guy put the play up on the jumbotron so the yeah. Packers knew what was coming. I saw. And I mean, if that's real, then like, I if I was there, I'm livid. But I didn't see it. I don't know what the truth is to that. But apparently, yeah, Rogers. I don't know. It could be Rogers too trying to be like delay a game. Delay a game shit, right? No, but like well, Rogers said, after. he saw something and then he passed it along. Like what? Yeah. Like, it, was it the he, delay he saw, game or was it? No, he play? saw he saw the play. The play was called flood right. That the Packers saw it on the jum- jumbotron. That flood right. That play was coming up next, where Brady would take the snap, roll out to the right, and he would have three or four options where he can try to find the ball out to somebody. And the Packers knew what was coming, and it looked like they knew it was coming because it fucking did not work. It was dead from the start. But to get a delay of game at that moment is what it is. Brady's a little older, so everybody, please be nice to my boy. Um, this is probably his last year, and then after Dude, next year, I have no idea what's going to happen. But it's it's crazy we'll, we'll, that he really did throw away his marriage before this year. You don't know that, Dude, But like, I heard, I heard they've been apart for like the whole summer. Jeff, it's Tom Brady. He can go get that girl back whenever he wants. Plus, it's his baby mama of like what three kids, right? Dude, I think he wants going. to be. I think he wants to be single. I think he said, "Fuck this. Why am I?" Why am I tiptoeing around this when this is what I want to do? Yeah, facts. And I think this is a big week for us. I actually love our matchup because Kansas City, I'll get and we'll get into them in a little bit, but I'm not scared of Kansas City. Absolutely not. 
uh, um, absolutely at all. Uh, who did they just play? The Indianapolis Colts just gave Lost. a nice little game plan on how to beat them. But we'll get into that because last week's game of the week, Miami beats Buffalo, right? Miami had the ball for what, like 19 minutes versus their 42, whatever it might be. What does this win tell us about Miami? They're good. They're really good. Tonight. They have a huge test tonight versus Cincinnati, and they have a nice, easy schedule coming up after this game. I actually think they lose tonight to Cincinnati. Hope this ages well when this comes out. But, um, you know, beating Buffalo is a fucking big win, man. It's a big win. I think the Heat played a big factor in that game. Yeah. Buffalo shot themselves in the foot. They seemed to be cramping. Diggs was cramping. McKenzie was cramping. Like Josh, I mean, Miami's you know, tough, game. dude. Miami's tough in September, man. And they're good. They're not a terrible team to begin with either, right? Yeah. And and, and Buffalo's gotten crippled kind of in their secondary. They lost both safeties for that game, both corners. Mm-hmm. Well, one safety's out for the rest of the year. One safety's but... out for the year. That's tough, man. Wh- which one? Can't... Micah Hyde? Micah Hyde's out for the season yeah. because of Nick injury. So. Yeah. It's so a big yeah, loss. It's, it's a, a big, big loss. Big loss. The Bills defense had been good until that game. Um, I don't know. We'll see. The Bills, the, the Bills should be okay. I'm not saying they're not going to like you know make the playoffs or anything, but um, they were just crippled for that game. So I don't know. Dolphins are good though. I'm not. Yeah. You can't take away anything from the Dolphins and Tua. Tua has been playing great. Facts. Um, he's he been playing great, but it's three time. weeks. It's three weeks, guys. Let's 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 no. Let it more. breathe. We got to let it breathe. They're, I don't think they're a three and zero team, but we'll touch base on um on a little bit on a little bit more about the next three and zero team. But San Fran and Jimmy, everyone saw that game on Sunday night. Uh, yeah, that was a Sunday night game. Jimmy literally took a snap outside of the end zone and just <laughs> to show that man. Like I'm scared of this San Fran team. I really am. That's a good team, but then with Jimmy G, they're limited in a way, and I'm not scared of them as much at all. But I'm not scared of him with Trey Lance either. Yeah, I was going to say, you already felt that way with Trey Lance. So what's the big deal? The d- difference is, is that Jimmy, you know. Jimmy's second game of the season. How much? Yeah, I was going to say, how much preseason did he even have? I think he's probably Nothing. pretty rusty. They didn't give him anything because they wanted to trade him. They didn't want to yeah. throw out any of the playbook knowledge, like you said last week. Phil, w- would you take Jimmy G or Mac Jones right now, today, this year? Uh, I'll Mac Jones. I, he showed me a lot last year. And then this year, I mean. He's been putting a couple of pressing fucking drives together. It's that he has to force the ball sometimes because his team doesn't have the playmakers. But like, what do you? If his team's not getting open, Josh, he still has to throw the ball. Okay. So, right. right. You're definitely breaking in and out. So, sorry for everyone who's hearing that. But Phil, you are breaking in and out pretty bad. My bad. But we had another question. I had another question too. Would you rather have Mac Jones or Jacoby Brissett? Oh man, that's my god. What kind of stupid question is that? That was, <laughs> that was a bad that's a troll. Phil, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, with Mac Jones, like I don't see the progression there in week in, in year two. Yeah, you guys can make all you guys can make all these whatever in your head, but like I never really rated him to begin with. Um, if he's not taking care of the ball and he's throwing these bad, bad interceptions, Jeff, it's been two weeks in a row where he's thrown interceptions to the other team and they literally dropped those gimmies. That's been two interceptions yeah. that he literally dropped, but, okay? okay? Here's my main you're point. You're telling here. me that doesn't happen with some of the best quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes? I saw almost three picks should have happened fucking okay. that other, another game. You know, okay, that's so, a great – that's a fair point. So listen, it happens it. to all the quarterbacks. But the thing with Mac that is is annoying is that you can see a good quarterback in there. There are He does make good decisions. If he has the right people around him and – He's being told to make the right decisions because when you're telling him to feed the ball to one guy, because you're the offensive coordinator and you're also a guy who also helped bring him. That's the thing with Patricia. He wants to feed Parker. 
because he wants to look good as a GM too, because he's the one who made the trade for Parker. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and and also, I think it might be fair to judge him too a little bit harder once he gets a better like receiver or two. Because his well, really, the problem really- is, is they they need to play their best players, which are they're not. Because Bourne is arguably their best receiver, and he's not. He's only paying like twenty seven percent of the snaps or something like that. Yeah. Well, Bourne. So- He's decent, but they were saying on the radio that he can't block. So that's the reason why that. Oh, don't give me this block. Is a receiver out there to catch or to block? They need to be able to do both, to be honest. But if you need somebody to be a playmaker, put out a playmaker. Yeah, well, listen, they they were showing stats on Twitter. When when Bourne is out there, they're throwing the ball. When that little Jordan Humphrey guy, whenever he's out there, they're blocking. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're blocking for the run. So, but their run game is is pretty decently strong because. Damian Harris and, and Stevenson are a pretty good duo. I actually really like Stevenson's upside, and I think he's your best back. No, the uh, and the offensive line is getting together. They're they're figuring it out. Um, it's not the problem. I don't think the no, O line's the problem. No, the O line's not the problem, and the defensive line's been good too. So that's why I think the Patriots are going to be all right because they'll figure it out on both sides of the line. It's the out like the corners have been solid, but you know I don't know. They're always <laughs> one. They're always one big play away from getting fucked. I mean it. Doesn't help out. That's actual security blanket, and he gets like almost like nine pickups a game. So, yeah, I like I like Jacoby, but you know, I just don't get how I brought this up. But like, you know, there's Patriots people, Patriots Nation people. They'll defend Mac Jones, defend Mac Jones, but as soon as it comes up to Jason Tatum, they're willing to dog him and and willing to trade him. But they who, have Mac. Who, they have, who are these people, dude? There's just people in New England that 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 say that all over Twitter, and it's been like that for a while. Those are the those, those are the green team of idiots that don't even know how to play basketball. Come on, we should trade Justin Taylor because you know he freaking people? he folded in the finals. Blah, blah, blah. I heard those calls, and then he Dude. they sound like a bunch of fucking donkeys. Exactly, it's the Felker show. Do you know how many Talk people sounding like a donkey? Yeah. Bill, are you in a tin can? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> that sound is bad. I don't know. I fucking I'm, I don't give a fuck. Just keep it, finish it. I'm already almost at the freaking hour mark. That's I can see well, the finish line. Where are all this? Don't, don't worry about it. You know, we're not professionals either. We're not like part of my take where we have all this high tech quality. But Phil, you're like the the tech the tech guy. You, you, you know, you should yeah. I even exited out and, and unplugged my microphone and the camera and came back in on the link I sent you. I guess I saw like a fucking tin can. Well, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> well, there was some. Let's just touch up, wrap up the football. Just some hilarious plays. Obviously, the Jimmy end zone play was sucking so funny because the uh, Olowski, whatever the Lions. Quarterback that ran out of the end zone. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. He was geeking out. That was pretty oh, funny. That's a good had, moment for him, dude. He he needed to celebrate that. He was a, he's like the poster child of running out the end zone. Like and he, that's such a dumb play. Like I've never seen it before, Olowski, and until Jimmy G did it, I had not seen it since. So you got to celebrate if you're of Olowski. That's a huge win for him. Yeah, that's a fact. And the Miami bump punt. Uh, that you guys saw. Like you think about it. Dude, you know, I don't Miami. know how that happened, and they still won the game. That was the craziest part to me because I kept seeing that in the fourth quarter, and then I'm like, "Huh, there's no way they're gonna win with that." Yeah, and then they still came back and won. I could see Phil doing that if he was a punter, just <laughs> knocking it right into somebody else's ass. <laughs> Except well, Phil, would, Phil would be five yards away from him and just kick it right <laughs> into his ass. <laughs> yeah, try to kick was... at someone's head, <laughs> trying to block it. <laughs> and yeah. the Chiefs, the Chiefs take their first. Uh, is that this is their first all of the year? So like they did they run a fake field goal at the end of the game, or was that a bot snap? You know what I'm saying? It looked like a fake field goal, but that was an awful play. And then that dude Chris Jones has a late 
stupid roughing penalty or a talking shit penalty that moved yeah. the Colts even more 15 yards. Like those yeah. two plays are just you yeah, you don't you don't win games doing shit like that. It's not winning football. Can't have it. And they can't win with it. And they're clearly missing Tyreek Hill because they have no they have no threat to to stretch the defense. So that comes to my next topic where I really, really like the Bucks this week because our corners and our secondary can maintain them and we'll play the run and we'll get them off the field. I think Mahomes is going to be in trouble this weekend on Sunday. But um, your boy, Josh McDaniels, really, we have a couple of last things here. Josh McDaniels, 0-3. How overrated was he as a team? Because Phil was all over the Raiders. I was pretty high in the Raiders to begin with, but I also like the Chargers in a way when they're kind of overrated. But Josh McDaniels is 5-20 and as a head coach. We need to start talking yeah. about – we need to start talking about that. That can't be. We made the fucking playoffs. So we in hell are you fucking five and twenty? When did he make the playoffs? With the Broncos, and we fucking shit on them. with did Tivo. No, he wasn't the coach for that, Phil. He was. No, he wasn't. No, he got fired. I was John Fox. Yeah, fast. Jeff. Yep, good call, Jeff. Right. John Fox came from Carolina, right? Uh, I think he stopped at the Bears at some point. Maybe after that, or was it, it was after the Bears? I believe. Pretty sure it was after the Bears, but yeah, that was awful. Josh McDaniels just. I like the Raiders this week, to be honest, too. I like the Bucs and the Raiders, but they, you're 0-3 with those names on the paper. It's like, you know, it's kind of like, like the Chargers. You just have names. You have Chandler yeah. Jones. No, you but have listen, the, the I, haven't, the same I haven't seen every game, obviously, because they don't really play the Raiders games around here, and I don't have red zone. But I, just what I could tell, like, either they're like they, – the first game they went down and they came back and they just couldn't finish it. Second game they were up, and then they yeah. got – came back on and then this last game was kind of they never really uh i think we're in it until the end but I, looks someone, lost. I, I heard someone say they could have they could be three and oh so, looks lost. Uh, lost. he doesn't look like he doesn't even like know the playbook that well he's not even getting the ball to Devante, which is a bunch of horse shit well he is he's just forcing it every single time and you know it's been a major letdown is darren waller darren waller has not been oh, that great and and, 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 uh, and jacobs too is kind of hunter overrated. hunter renfro has he's got been, concussion. i thought he, i thought he oh he got a concussion i didn't even know yeah. that yeah See, he got he got concussed so he's been a little bit i'm so i it, haven't but. seen any anything raiders like only some highlights and that's it yeah, well, we'll see about them this week. But the Raiders and the Chargers are kind of the same teams in the same boat in the same division. Just a lot of good names on paper. But at one point in the NFL, you need to go out there and prove it. Like, you, you I know we talked about on Twitter. I love Justin Herbert. I think he's a stud. He's a really good player. But he also needs to win. But, like, yes, Lamar is doing it in the regular season. But let's let's talk about it. Lamar Jackson's playoff record is 1-3. and three. The guy's not that great either in the playoffs when it matters. But Justin Herbert needs to get there and needs to do it and needs to prove it, and so do the Chargers because that division is looking fucking weak right now. Because yeah, I think all those teams that we were all hyping them up before the season started, and now they look like fucking dog shit. Yeah, dude, the Bills and Dolphins are like the the best teams in the AFC right now, and it's from the East. Yeah, and if you look at it, the AFC South uh, dominated the uh, the uh, the AFC West um, this past this past weekend. The Jaguars. Right into the segment the, about the Chargers being overrated. You guys seeing that? You guys seeing that switch off? Yeah. The, the Chargers and um, the Chargers and the Raiders completely overrated. The Jaguars go in there and just absolutely slap them. And more talk, I feel like, needs to come around about Trevor Lawrence giving them some credit and Doug Peterson making that team make a complete 180. And they actually look pretty fucking good. I don't know if you guys saw that game at all. but I, I watched bits and pieces of Red Zone and uh, the Jaguars yeah. are the real deal. No, I kept like I, I was watching the frisky, the frisky. 
I uh, have game. some Chargers on my fantasy team, and I actually did bet Jaguars just because I I actually picked up uh, Trevor Lawrence and benched um, Russell Wilson. So that was a huge that's a good move. move. For, my fan- for my fantasy team, it was gigantic. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, touchdown for the Bengals. Okay, let's go. That's a great start. But let's talk about the Jaguars. Let's see Peterson actually versus the former team Philadelphia Eagles this week. I think the Jaguars beat him. No way. That's a tough call. I like the Eagles a lot. Talking about the yeah. next 3 0 team. The Eagles are a little oh, dude, the, really ja- good, but... the, the Jaguars D line is fucking pretty nice. Yeah, they, they look pretty good. I mean, they can I, put pressure on the QB. It's it's at Philly. Uh believe it's yeah, six, six and a half. Yeah, it's at Philly. I, I, I like Philly to win that. I, I don't think Peterson's ready to to go in there and, and, and beat them. They're they're like they look like the best team so far, in my opinion. Yeah. For sure. I don't even know how. Jay Hurts was all right last year. Still made lots of plays. And then the year before that, it was fucking trash. Because they know what to do with the rookie quarterback. They build on, like, you get them a little bit better, then you build on that. You get them a little better, then you build on it. And the Patriots are not doing that with Mac. No, they're not. Bill Belichick is a fucking dinosaur in this league, man. I think that Bob Kraft needs to start going, like, young. Well... Uh, Phil, I already that that was that's old news, Phil. I know you're Belichick out. You have been. I mean, I love Bill. I mean, I let him finish off, but dude, like he, he either be the coach and and Bob Kraft pick a new GM that that goes with young, or get a young coach and move Bill as the GM and get him some other freaking like head voices in the in the, the draft room to draft the right fucking players. Facts. Okay. If I was a that's head it. coach, I don't want Bill Belichick as my GM because he stinks as a GM. <laughs> He's been a good drafter, though. He's made some bad picks, but he's made some great picks. And he turns some mediocre players into high, you know. Yeah, well, that's the coach. Players. That's, that's the coach, not the GM. Okay, but he sees the attributes and what he needs in the player to make him good, too, though. You understand? Like, oh, yeah. if I can get a good guy that does. All I'm saying is if we good, get another. Duggar's a good safety now because of Bill. And uh, the offensive lineman that everyone, like, made fun of that we drafted, he's legitimately yeah. only allowed one sack All on I'm 110 pass is- rushes. If we get another coach, I don't want Bill as the GM because you don't have Bill then to coach those guys up. Yeah. So who does the Dolphins have for a GM? I couldn't tell you. Greer? Do you think Mike Mike McDaniels has like a say? No. Who they no? He he just came in. He's he just got the like the head coaching job. I don't think he gets a lot of say at all. He's that guy Greer, right? Will Greer? Yeah. Well, yeah, Greer, Greer? and he's. Yeah, he's the reason why they fired Flores because he wanted Tua and Flores didn't want Tua. Yeah. Well, that's another topic. But just look ahead. Um, we're looking ahead to some weekend games this week. Arsenal plays Spurs. That's a fucking Huge great game. game. North London Derby. And there's Man United versus Man City. If I had to wow. pick both winners, I, I would take both home teams, to be honest with you. And I would go with Arsenal and Man City. But be on the lookout for that. Arsenal's uh, 7.30 in the morning. I don't know. Tottenham, Tottenham Sneaky could... I don't know. Well, Anything I might like Tottenham. I might it's like a, Tottenham in that. It's a North London Derby, bro. Anything yeah. can happen. It's a tough game, but it's a huge game for Arsenal. They need to finally beat Tottenham um, and, and cement their, their status in the league if they really, really want to be serious contenders about winning the Premier League, right? Because yeah. Man City no, plays United. That's a I big game. I don't think Rashford and Sancho might be ready or not. I don't know, but Phil probably thinks United are going to win 3 nothing. but... Nah, I'm going to go 2-1. 2 who? <laughs> Man, man, uh, United. So you think over and both teams to score? Okay, typical. I'm, oh. I'm with City. I, I love City. 
me too. Uh, I mean, Man United's been on a roll, but I feel like the international break might kill their momentum a little bit, but I think they get it back and it should be fine. I think. Could Does Ronaldo you. start? No. I wish. Wow, Frasher's out and missing. Um, or he's hurt. I don't know what happened. Uh, I just saw a report. I could be wrong. He said something about that. I saw his Twitter. He tweeted something about him being injured. He didn't go to the England team and neither did Sancho. So if they didn't, I'm sure they're kind of hungry and waiting to, you know, come back. And this is the first game. You got to get up for that as you're, if you're a player. But um, other games too in the, in the NFL, Kansas City plays the Bucks. I almost went to this game, but um, glad I didn't because it's hurt. Yeah. Thank God. Well, they, they kind of, We're doing all games of the weekend. I heard it kind of missed Tampa. Well, like didn't miss it. Like it still got hit, but uh, didn't get hit the hardest. Uh, uh, Fort Myers did, I thought. Yeah. But they're still playing the game in Tampa. But I think I think we're actually gonna for some reason. I mean, I don't know why, but I feel really good about this game, and I think the Bucks are going to slap up the Chiefs. But I know the Patriots are going into Green Bay. Let's just say Brian Horror plays, and they're getting ten points. You guys feel comfortable with the ten points? Do you bet money line? Do you bet plus ten? What do you think about that? I would just take the ten and grin it and and bear and grin it. I don't know. It's just grind gonna- it out. I don't know. It's gonna be. I what's the what's the over under? I have no idea. I'm guessing like 42, 40. Uh, yes, yeah, I would say four. Like it should be forty. Um, I you know I think it's gonna be low scoring. So give me ten points. Yeah, why not? Phil, do you think you guys have any chance of winning that game? Um, I mean I don't know, man. Freaking Aaron Rodgers struggled against you guys and only scored fourteen points. Yeah, and it was but they too. they probably have the best defense in the league. Who? The Bucks. Yeah, yeah the Bucks. Uh, it's up there for sure. I mean, I think it's not that bad. I mean, I'm pretty sure we can fucking stop the and all those fucking bumps because we actually got Jones is uh, one of the top corners in the league right now with balls thrown against him and shit like that. I don't know what that was, but Jonathan Jones is up in the top corners in the league. Yeah, he has and been Duggar, playing really well. Yeah, and if Duggar, Duggar comes back too, we stop that. So, so Tanya on the on your foot. We can't do this, Phil. Phil, we can't. Oh, you're you're done, Tanya. You are. You yeah. sound like you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a the corn of the week. And my microphone, corn of the week. Yeah, yeah my fucking computer. Put, we'll get, put we'll Phil, get right. Pull Phil. Put Phil in the uh, penalty box, please. Yeah. All right. Well, Phil, I just did my corn of the week. You guys finish it out. Yeah, Phil just gave his corner of the week, which is his own microphone, his own setup. My corner of the week, we'll get right into it, is your boy, Mac Jones. This guy went to, oh, boo. to, to gritty. Boo. He, did the, he did the gritty to throwing these fucking picks that I never, you know, just, just looking awful. Then he cries after a sprained ankle. Man, you Yeah, he just had an absolute episode. You have a, Jeff, a that, that's major the, that's sprained ankle? Come on. That's the comment you get, and he's a low-key, corny-ass dude to me, dude, like. The way he talks in his voice and the way he just answers questions to reporters, he just sounds so. Oh, he used like, to say that about Tom Brady too. Yeah, he did. Facts. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys are just you know. It's even corny. Point, hey, it might be corny until he starts winning. You know, I just don't see it. I I, I think more and more Patriots fans are coming out and starting to realize like what's good with this kid. He doesn't. He just doesn't do it for me. But there, he's not the only one. Like, I know I talk about him a lot because he's around here as your team. My dad's team, my brother-in-law, Richard. Like, everyone around me likes the Patriots, right? But So he's always around. But, like, I think Justin Fields is a quarterback that got drafted right before him. And he's way worse than Mac Jones. That's fair. 
Yeah. Okay. So I it's agree. not like I think Mac Jones is fucking dog shit, but he's just not. I don't. I don't. If I was, I wouldn't want him. Like, let's say when Brady leaves this after this year, I wouldn't want a guy like Mac Jones. Like, I, I would, I would rather look somewhere else. I'm not saying he's the most talented quarterback. He's not, but he he has a lot of attributes that I would want in my quarterback. Okay. And I feel like he has some attributes that kind of, I just like, oh man, it just kind of irks me. It's kind of cringe in a way for me personally, but who's your corner of the week? Did you even have one? Cause you came in. Yeah, no, I actually, so we, we've talked about it. I feel like we talk about everything under the sun, but uh, Fernando Santos has to be corner of the week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. With, with just this, the not take, you know, bowing to Ronaldo and never taking Ronaldo out and, and, the one quote that really pissed me off after the Spain game was, I think they asked him, does this loss like have any bearing on your job or are you worried or any, something like that? He said, huh, I have, I have a contract till 2024. I am <laughs> yeah. not worried. Like, dude, you should be fucking worried because you're about to get fucking shit canned after this world cup. It's, it's, it's a tragedy that they don't have the balls to get rid of him before. And mm-hmm. I mean, and, and promote from within because I think Rui George is the guy. Um, so if it that's my corner of the week because he stinks. Yeah, great call. And honestly, I'm glad you picked him because um, I I didn't want to go with him just out of respect for Portugal. But he's literally somewhat clueless. If he's oh in the, and in, and what Ronaldo's sister is a corn too. Yeah, she, saying she, saying she that Portuguese people are pathetic or whatever. I forget what the fuck she said, but dude. Your your brother didn't play well, and we didn't, and we called him out for it. What what do you want from us? We're fans. We're like, Listen, we're not saying we're not saying he's has he's he's been great for us for many many years, and we're so thankful for the Euro, the memories, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But dude, it, it's 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 almost over. You got to start coming off the bench. Yeah, and- my dad said something about that the other day. He goes, Ronaldo, it needs to come off the bench, man. Yeah, and, and, and I, said that, I was like, oh boy. It's it, it's kind of true, but like I don't think the coach has. I don't have think the balls. The, doesn't have the balls to do it, and I don't. I don't think. I mean, he's just not creative and smart enough in a way. But um, we we can we can touch base, you know, on this a lot more, especially before the World Cup. But we're gonna wrap it up here right at the mark that we kind of wanted to touch the hour mark, so yes. um, a little bit longer. But everyone. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, like and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, tell a friend, play it in the car. Hopefully your other friends here, whatever it may be. I don't know, but Share it. Um, we're just trying to get our Phil's, likes up and uh, our views Phil's up. Phil's mic's and, usually better. Yeah. Sorry about Phil's mic. It sounds like he's in fucking Star Wars, but I thought knows. he's, I thought he didn't, I thought he didn't stop smoking because it sounded like when they put the vibrator up to their Oh neck. boy. <laughs> Jeez. Blue Shout out to everyone. All right. Nice seeing you boys. And Jeff, all right. Tomorrow we're going to the yes, Big E. Big E. Peace. Peace out.